Hello, and welcome to the Productive Minute Podcast. In this episode, we'll deal with the idea of signal versus noise. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast already, please go ahead and do it. With that out of the way, let's jump into today's topic. Signal versus noise is a helpful metaphor for work and life in general when dealing with information. Before we get into the metaphor, it would help to define the critical terminology here. 1. Signal, meaning information that you're trying to detect. 2. Noise, random, unwanted variation or fluctuation that interferes with the signal. Simply put, noise is what you need to ignore, and the signal is what you need to hear. Let's look at a quick example. If you're the CEO of a company, then there's a lot of information coming your way. Everything from the latest negative review of your product to your most cherished employee flirting with the competition. If you were to ask the messenger, every piece of information you get should be deemed important, but you know they're not. Also, if you were to apply the Pareto principle, 80% of the information would not give you the results proportional to the effort needed. Some of the information you receive is signals worth acting upon, while others are random variations that interfere with the signals, aka noise. Your latest negative review, while relevant, might not necessarily impact your business as much as your top employee being courted by the competition. So it becomes paramount that you distinguish between what is essential and what is just noise. We are wired to consume a lot of noise if we sense that we may discover an extra ounce of signal. So our instinct is at war with our capacity for making sense. There's also this interesting theory put forward by Taleb, where he argues that by sampling an information source very frequently, you end up seeing more noise than signal. To quote Mr. Nassim Taleb, the more frequently you look at data, the more noise you're disproportionately likely to get, rather than the valuable part called the signal. Hence, the higher the noise-to-signal ratio. End quote. Beyond the psychological and cognitive strains produced by what we call information overload, there is a point in intellectual inquiry where adding more information decreases understanding rather than increasing it. So how do you handle the problem of signal versus noise? The answer is to only look at substantial changes in data or conditions, and never the small ones. Going back to our earlier example, a bad review from a user is just a data point if you zoom out and look at your product development process from a long-term perspective. If you were to take action on each negative review, you'd likely need a much bigger development team than your current one. Hence, this bad review is likely nothing but just noise. On the other hand, your most prized developer leaving for your competition will set your development efforts back a few weeks at least, so this is something you need to act upon. And if you're someone with a decent level of awareness, signals have a way of reaching you. Long story short, the signal versus noise problem is caused by our assumption that if X is good, then 2X must be better, which is not always the case. And the way to resolve this is to look at significant changes in data or conditions and not at minor variations or anomalies. With that, we have come to the end of this podcast. We hope you are able to understand the signal versus noise problem better. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review for us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have suggestions for future episode topics, 
feel free to tweet at us, RoutineHQ on Twitter. That's R-O-U-T-I-N-H-Q on Twitter. You can also DM us your ideas. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with a new episode soon.